Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. How you doing? This is Heidi St. John. Welcome to Off the Bench. Today is Wednesday, October 7th. This is the first day that I'll be teaching live. People get ready. The study in the book of Revelation. And we've got an awesome show for you today. I'm going to take your questions. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. I'm glad you guys are here today. Thank you for joining me at my little corner of the internet. How is your homeschooling going? No, really. It's October 7th. So, you know, if you haven't had a little meltdown yet, uh, I think you might be in the minority. This is what it is. So I want to encourage you, you guys, homeschoolers, listen to me. Listen, lean in, lean in, lean in. Stay with it. Stay with it. Character Trump's curriculum. This is my little homeschool tip for you guys. Character trumps curriculum. If you notice your kids are having bad attitudes, if you notice that you feel out of control as a mom or as a dad, your kids are being disrespectful, maybe you're having a bad attitude, maybe. It's okay to take a break. It's okay to take a break. It's okay to say, you know, we're not going to do school today. We're going to go for a walk. We're going to go down to the river. We're going to go, I don't know what it is. You can't do much because of the Rona right now, but you can get out. You can absolutely get out. If you're lucky enough to live in Florida, I heard they lifted the ridiculous mask mandate. Finally, someone with a little common sense. That's exciting. So if you live in Florida, for goodness sake, go have a field trip. That sounds like a whole lot of fun. But be encouraged, you guys. Stay with it. Stay with your kids in this. I know that it can be frustrating. And um, I just want to encourage you. Here at the Homeschool Resource Center, we have seen... Uh, our enrollment here skyrocket because of the lockdowns, lots and lots of new homeschoolers. And I just want to encourage you guys, this will be the hardest, best thing that you ever do. So stay in there with your kids. And the most important thing you do every day is to take your kids to the word of God, to offer them a cool drink of water from the living water that is the word of God. This is part of the reason why uh, my daughter and her husband write Kids Strong every single month. If you're not a member at MomStrong International, you don't know what I'm talking about, but you need to be. So go to MomStrong International. Speaking of MomStrong International, tonight is the first night of the in-person study. We're going to be making our way through through the book of Revelation. We're going to kind of wade into it really gently and uh, mostly doing a read through. So if you're coming tonight, bring your Bible, bring a notebook, bring your printed study, and we're going to start working our way through the book of Revelation. Very excited about that. I have been really just, you know, I'm watching uh, the reviews come through that you guys, thank you so much for leaving reviews at iTunes and for letting people know how the podcast is impacting you and what God is doing in your life. And I just want to encourage you because I know, you know, we talked yesterday about friendships and friendships ending and all those kinds of things. And we're living in such a an incredibly frustrating time right now. And I know a lot of you are frustrated and I know there's a lot of sorrow in the world, but listen to this from Psalm Psalm 30 uh, verses 11 to 12. It says, you have turned my mourning into joyful dancing. 
You have taken away my clothes of mourning and clothed me with joy that I might sing praises to you and not be silent. Uh, There's a guy named Noble Alexander. And I don't know if you guys are familiar with him, but I want to tell you a little story because I think this will encourage you. Noble Alexander was born on February 12th, 1934 to Cristobal and Beryl Alexander in in San uh, Germain Orient, Cuba. I don't even think I said that right. He served as an assistant pastor in Cuba from 1959 to 1962. On March 20th of 1962, after preaching a sermon on the origin of sin, he was ambushed and taken to prison where he was tried and convicted of conspiracy to assassinate Fidel Castro, the communist dictator of Cuba. At issue was his sermon, which security forces interpreted to be a veiled reference to Castro's regime. Noble served 22 years in prison where he endured hard labor, starvation, and a lengthy time in solitary confinement. And as if imprisonment wasn't bad enough, his marriage took a devastating turn when his wife filed for divorce in order to marry a communist leader. He was suffering greatly, but Noble stood firm in his faith. He never stopped praising God. He was secretly ordained in prison in 1979 by Pastor Pedro de Armas, who was also a prisoner. Noble's spirit was braced during these torturous times by his his incredible will and commitment to God and the persistent thought, I will die free, which later became the title of his memoir. You guys should check this out. I'm not even kidding you. Look it up. Uh, I Will Die Free by Pastor Noble. It's probably on Amazon. On June 26, 1984, Pastor Noble was liberated from prison and flown to Washington, D.C., thanks to the work of Tom White and a network of Christians in the United States. He could have been angry, but instead he began a ministry in the United States. God blessed him and he married again. And God really did turn his mourning into dancing. This man, Pastor Noble, exemplified what it means to follow Christ in the midst of suffering. And his example is one for all of us to follow as we seek to sing the praises of God and never be silent. Pastor Noble passed away in 2012. And this is one of my favorite quotes from him. He said, In spite of the painful reflections and memories, I have no time for bitterness. My life is filled with too much happiness, too many loving, caring people to allow myself to be devoured by the cancer of hate. I rejoice, I sing, I celebrate because I know that my God reigns supreme over all the forces of evil and destruction Satan has ever devised. And best of all, my God reigns supreme in me. Isn't that encouraging? Uh, I read his story years ago and was so encouraged by it. Uh, I looked it up in a book that uh, I have on uh, Christians, you know, just giants of the faith. And boy, right now, I don't know about you guys, but I'm just like, Lord, send more giants of the faith. And I felt like the Lord was like, I'm sending you and I'm sending your husband and I'm sending the people that listen to your podcast and every single person that's listening to this, God wants to use you. He wants you to be an example of uh, joy in times of suffering. There is, there, this is not going to last forever. There is going to be another side. And on the other side of sorrow, God says he will turn our mourning 
into dancing. That's God's guarantee. You can take it to the bank. When God says something, you guys, it's going to happen. And that's, that's what God says. He says he's going to turn our morning into dancing. I haven't answered your questions for a few days here at Mailbox Monday, and I have a confession to make. So the form that comes to me, I haven't seen anything on it for a while, any new ones. So I've been, you know, answering a bunch of old ones because there's always hundreds and hundreds of them in there. And I haven't seen any new ones come in. And I finally called Melissa and I was like, you got to help me with the form because I don't see where the new ones come in while I was doing it wrong. And so when she corrected my error, it just like all of these, oh my goodness, you guys, I'm so far behind on your questions now that it almost feels overwhelming to me. So I'm very sorry. I know a lot of you have been like, when is she going to answer my questions? So I'm going to jump into just a couple of them today and, uh, I've got it all straightened out now, but like I said, there are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of them in the queue, and uh, the best way to submit a question to me is keep it short, short, sweet, and to the point, and uh, we love to read your questions, and hopefully when we when we answer one person's question, usually we pick it because a lot of people had a similar question. That's kind of how, uh, how it works. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and uh, answer a couple of them. This one came from Stephanie. Hey, Stephanie, girl, how's it going? She said, Heidi, I really stand firm in the belief that we are made in the image of God. I do not believe in my heart of hearts that we are meant to cover our faces. How do I handle as a believer the strong, pushy opposition I face now, even within my own family? A member, uh, a number of whom don't follow the Lord with regard to choosing not to mask and stand up for what is right. The discouragement is mounting. All right. So, Stephanie, here's the thing. You know, you've probably heard me say this a whole bunch of times at the podcast, but you are not alone. You are not alone, and I have felt since the very beginning of this thing, about two weeks into it, my spirit was just so troubled, and it continues to be troubled at what I see as an incredible lack of discernment in the church. I see this causing, it has the fingerprints, like I've been saying for months, of the adversary all over it, the confusion, the fear, the discouragement, the uh, the disillusion of friendships, so many things happening as a result of the mask mandates, and a pastor said to me, not too long ago, you know, he was having trouble uh, getting volunteers at his church because he really wants, you know, he, he wants them to wear masks as per uh, their state mandate or their city mandate or whatever it is. First of all, mandates are not law. The Constitution is the ultimate. You guys have, you have so much more freedom than you realize. And unfortunately, we have done a very poor job of educating people as to what their rights are. But here's the thing I told this pastor. Because he was saying, you know, why do you care? It's just a mask. Just wear it so that you can serve the Lord. Well, I said, I can't actually do that because it grieves my spirit so much. And people who don't wear masks right now are in a really, really hard situation, particularly in in places like where I live, uh, partly because of the incredible lack of discernment that we see in pastors here in the Pacific Northwest and actually up and down the West Coast. And also, like I was telling my friend, my pastor friend, I said, listen, I put that mask on my face. And I'm instantly, uh, my spirit is instantly uh, troubled. I'm, I'm angry. I'm frustrated. I feel discouraged. I know it's a lie. And I'm not going to, I just cannot, my conscience will not allow me to perpetrate a lie. When we put, when I, at least when Heidi St. John does it, when I put that mask on my face, I feel like I'm in, I'm in agreeing. I'm agreeing with the people that are wearing the masks that are afraid and are afraid that, you know, this, this, COVID with a 99.96% survival rate or whatever. It's ridiculous, you guys. I mean, it's so crazy. It's, it's it's almost hard to even talk about. 
uh, and I said, well, I can't do it. It violates my conscience on a hundred different levels. Um, I also happen to have a printed letter from uh, my physician, which I got months ago. And uh, so I have that, but I actually have never used it. It just, it grieves me. And so it's not as simple. And I think that's what you can tell people. It's not as simple as I just don't want to wear the mask. It's a freedom issue. It's a discernment issue. It's an issue of seeing that the adversary's fingerprints all over this. It's the issue of the science not backing it up. It's the issue of what it's doing to us relationally. And so when you say, Stephanie, that the discouragement is mounting, can I just agree with you right now? I understand that. And kind of what I, I, I talked about the other day about friendships ending. Sometimes you cannot take a break from people, right? But we want to be loving in everything that we do in as much as it depends on us. Um, and so for me, that means not participating in a lie. And it also means I have to navigate because, you know, you're sort of, you know, danged if you do and danged if you don't at this point. If I put the mask on, then I've got all this anxiety to deal with. If I don't wear it, then I've got the anxiety to deal with of people yelling at me at the grocery store when all I want to do is get a chicken and go home, right? I mean, they've definitely taken all the joy and all the fun out of shopping completely. Uh, it's it's like an episode of The Hunger Games, right? <laughs> Every time you go to the grocery store, you know, if I see another unmasked person, I'm just like, hey, <laughs> you know, I'm an island over here, you know, high five, you know, it's frustrating. It's absolutely frustrating. But I just want to encourage you, be kind in as much as it depends on you. And then it's okay for you to say, this is why. This is why. I think that's actually a, a good thing to do. All right. So I hope that that was helpful for you. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Uh, this one came in from Jennifer and I'm just going to read it because it made me so happy. She said, Heidi, I don't have a question. I just wanted to send some encouragement to you. You've been encouraging me for a long time and especially during the pandemic. Thank you for being bold for Christ and speaking the truth. You help encourage me and make me feel like I'm not in this battle alone. Thank you. I'm praying for you and your family. Can I just say uh, that actually made my whole morning when I read that. I was like, thank you so much. Because a lot of times people write in. Uh, in fact, the comment right before hers that came in basically said, I hate you. So I was like, okay, <laughs> no, that wasn't helpful, but I get it, right? I understand. This is rough. And I know some of you uh, don't uh, appreciate my stance on this and that's okay. I'm okay with it. So I want to say thanks for uh, encouraging me, you guys. I really do appreciate it. And I, it, it, it matters. All right. This one came in from an anonymous uh, listener. She said, Heidi, we have to leave our church of six years because of the Rona. My pastor is speaking from the pulpit with a mask on. Oh, that's just moment of silence. Wow. The praise team is wearing masks during worship. It is ludicrous. I agree. We are supposed to be a people of faith, but all we look like is a people of fear. Your podcast, lives, et cetera, have given me courage to stand up and be bold and courageous. I was part of the praise team. And I said, I will not be part of this. And three other members left with us. It's very hard to think of finding a new church when I was so invested in this one. I would appreciate any prayers you have. No questions. Just want to let you know what was happening. The reason I read that letter is because I'm getting letters like that literally every day. 
And it's why I was, it's why I did a podcast uh, the other day on um, separations and how we can separate gracefully. And I just want to encourage you guys, you're not alone. And this is what I mean when I say it's the adversary. It's the adversary. Here's another letter that came in. Listen to this. With all that's going on, I have a heavy feeling over me. That's the adversary. I keep telling you guys. I live in Minnesota and there's an all state mask mandate. Me too. Welcome to Washington. It's horrible. I'm right there with you. I go into stores without them. And if anyone asks, I say I have a health issue. I do get panicky with anything on my face. Anyway, I'm also a photographer. I'm doing my sessions without masks. I make sure the client is okay with it. If they aren't, I just don't do the session. That seems reasonable to me. I planned to do Santa sessions in November. Someone in a photography Facebook group realized I was in Minnesota and she made sure that I know what the fine is and jail time for no masks. Santa and kids over two must also wear them. This is bananas. It is just bonkers. Uh, I know this feeling is anger, but I don't know what to do about it. I guess no Santa sessions. I'm so beyond done with this. And I know many others are suggestions on how to get over this heavy feeling, or will it not leave until this is all over or until Christ returns? All right. So that is a really good question. And I, this is why I keep saying this is, this is from the adversary. That heaviness you feel is from the adversary. That's not God. He doesn't do that. The spirit of conviction, you guys, when when the spirit of conviction falls on you, it won't push you down. It'll lift you up. The adversary pushes you down. Kill, steal, destroy. And stealing can be stealing your peace, right? And we see this happening over and over again. I don't know uh, exactly what to tell you to do about your photo shoot. Well, I do, but I don't actually want to say it on the air. I would say pray about it. Uh, but in, in terms of suggestions to help you get over this terrible feeling of heaviness that I know so many of you are feeling right now, can I just tell you guys, I spend so much time with praise music on in my house now. I listen to it almost, almost exclusively. And so, um, I just want to say, hang in there because this is the adversary and you guys can come against it in the name of Jesus. What if we just started saying, Lord, free us from this from this uh, ridiculousness, Lord, the spirit of fear that has fallen over our nation like a cold wet blanket, this lack of discernment, this craziness that we're in right now, and God will do it. He will do it. I'm going to read one more to you, and then I think I'm going to be done. This, you guys, these made me really happy, so I hope you guys don't mind. Uh, I'm going to read this one. Hello, Heidi. I'm from Nova Scotia and a very recent podcast and Instagram follower. Thank you for telling the truth about the Rona. You have been such a huge encouragement to me, even as I am more and more saddened and sobered by what is happening in both of our countries over this so-called pandemic. Most of all, thank you for encouraging your listeners to read God's word and trust him. As you share today, it has not been an easy road these days for you and many others. Quote, this is 1 Corinthians 15, 19 and 20. If in Christ we have hope in this life only, we are of all people most to be pitied. But in fact, Christ has been raised from the dead. Jesus wins. I'm praying that he will guide us all and help us to courageously honor him in these crazy days as your words have been a stirring reminder and a helpful example to myself and many more. Uh, Sarah, thank you for writing that. It really encourages me and it encourages my husband. And like I said, we read every single one of these. We appreciate it. We have had, I think I told you guys a couple of, of, uh, years ago or years. It's the Rona. It feels like years. Can it be Christmas? Can I put the tree up? A couple of weeks ago, I think I told you guys that uh, Jay and I had come. We just, this has been rough. I had my whole speaking season canceled. I'm dealing with my own anger and my own frustration. 
uh, not knowing if my speaking season is going to ever even be resurrected and what does God want me to do and all those things. And I think that there were moments when I got on the podcast and you guys heard that instead of the, the love of Jesus and your encouragement these past couple of weeks since I, since that podcast aired have really buoyed my spirits and bolstered me as a sister in the Lord. So I just wanted to thank you for that. And so, several of you have sent in uh, financial gifts and, uh, there have been a couple of times, at least when my husband and I have just wept over them and the generosity and the kindness that you have shown our family. And we really appreciate it. And so uh, I just wanted to say that and love on you guys a little bit today and say the Lord of heaven's armies is on your side. He hears you. He loves you. He's coming again. And there is going to be another side to this. And one of these days, whether it's when the Lord returns or when this is over and we start to see a lift of it. I don't know about you guys, but I'm never going to take for granted again the fact that I didn't have to have a mask on my face, right? I know because God's word says that someday he's going to turn our mourning into dancing. He really will. That's who he is. He loves you and we love you too. I'm so glad you guys are listening. Thank you so much for your support, your encouragement, and uh, just know that it is making a difference as I hope we are making a difference for you. Have a great day, everybody, and I'll see you back here tomorrow. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.